His videos have been watched hundreds of millions of times across all social media platforms. His ability to get customers for businesses allowed him to create a great lifestyle for himself, for his family, and also for his students across the world. He's the wolf of paid advertising. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce you to Billy Jean is marketing. And I'm super proud to call him my first mentor because the first course that I bought online was from Billy Jean. So in this episode, he's going to share with us his story, how he got to where he is today, and also the most powerful strategies that businesses can acquire customers. So let's jump in. Welcome to High End Client Acquisition Podcast. My name is Marion. I'm your host, and this show is here to teach you how to attract your dream clients on autopilot in 30 days or less. Each week, I bring you a guest or a strategy that can help you take your business to the next level. Don't forget, you can always get the episodes in your inbox or messenger at clientacquisitionpodcast.com. Who am I doesn't really matter. All that matters today is how is this going to be worth your time? Um, I think I'm the best in the world when it comes to getting customers. So right now, if you have a business, you're an entrepreneur, you're a marketer looking to grow your business, one of the biggest things that holds anybody back from predictable and consistent growth is having consistent customers. Everybody sucks at it, and you don't know how to use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, paid advertisements to get it done. That's my wheelhouse. That's what I do. I work with some of the largest franchises in the world. Um, I teach it to all kinds of businesses. I have a membership site teaching it once a you know once a month. I got I got all kinds of stuff. Anyways, no 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 pitch here. I just want to be helpful. So yeah, if you if you need more customers, just call us. Look us up later. There you go. So um, as you know, um, you know this podcast. My podcast is called Podcast Story and. Billy's story kind of, you know, brought a lot of my attention even before I actually signed up with uh, with his uh, camp and other courses. So uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk to him is he basically had a negative bank account when he started his agency. And now yeah. he it after, what, three, four years, a multiple seven figure. So, you know, for everybody that just keeps saying the American dream is not alive, he's the, the live uh, proof of it. Hey, it's, it's alive and kicking, baby. <laughs> there you go. So, um, do you mind to just give a short overview? Because I know, obviously, the story yeah. been with you guys for a while. Do you mind to just go a little bit to, like, what I, what I want to hear a lot is the first couple, like, steps, like, actual steps that you took to, to go from you know, doing what you were hating to do because you were making like 600 call calls a day yeah. um, and then that kind of stuff to actually start a business and then turn into a profitable one without taking any PC money and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, good questions, all of them, man. Um, I want to start off by saying, you know, seven years and overnight success. So like even, even when you're referring to it, it's like, hey, three to four years to really get going, but I also had a mobile oil change company that most people aren't aware about. It just failed in like six to eight months or something. It was just really short-lived. So I don't really talk about it that often. Um, there was also a, a year of time where I used to, so I attended the University of San Diego. I didn't graduate from there. The reason why I had negative money in my account is because my parents stopped speaking to me when I didn't graduate. I just needed to finish my last class and I didn't. So they were upset with me. And as a result of that, I was relying on them financially at the time uh, and uh, they basically cut me off so then I started to go into debt and like I had like really good credit and my credit was crushed my credit my credit was actually really bad for about seven years man I just ended up repairing 
streaming it this last couple of years and that has been work so quick note if you don't give a fuck about your credit you're an idiot don't be stupid i mean that it, it stopped me from renting places and living places where i want to live but anyways um without boring you guys with the details of the story the one thing i want to point out is my story is not unique and what i mean by this is every entrepreneur goes through the same shit you were broke you were discouraged you didn't think you could make it you had to overcome obstacles boom your success um i think the power in your story is that you use it as a as a as something to motivate you as opposed to something that holds you back. I see a lot of people look at their story and they say it's the reason why I couldn't succeed. Um, but that just wasn't me. And so anyways, um, I had the mobile oil change company right out of college uh, that failed. Uh, I tried to figure out new business ideas and so I needed money in between. I would check in people at 24 hour fitness. Um, and then I would, after I was done off of work at 24 hour fitness, I would drive down to the University of San Diego's computer room. There was this computer room in this one building that nobody ever used. And I would just go there and I would think of business ideas, like actively. I would just sit there for hours. I, fuck, I forgot about this, man. I would sit there for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours just thinking of what to do next because I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Eventually, you know, with some money that I owed people, et cetera, I did end up needing to get a job. And so I got a nine to five job making cold calls, trying to enroll people into a college throughout this journey. So those are kind of like highlights of the story. Again, I don't feel sorry about my son. I don't feel like anything. It was, it was whatever. I was fucking living life. I was trying to make it happen. I struggled. I failed. I struck out. Whatever the fuck. Here, we're here now, right? Like, I just don't want anybody to give power to your story because the second you own yourself as a victim is the second you can't get over it and do what you need to do. That makes, makes, total, makes total sense, actually. And, and it's a good thing that you actually mentioned the fact that you should look at your story and then transform it into something positive and not use it as an excuse. Oh, I, I couldn't make it because this, this, and that. And that's, right. that's super powerful. What keeps you up at night at this point? Because uh, I know a lot of times I see you, I still see you live at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I think, I think what keeps me alive right now is I feel constant paranoia and pressure of that it's all going to go away. You know, um, when I was working at my mom's house and I was making $600 a month from the one client that I had, true story, to looking now when we have months like closer to $600,000, $700,000 a month, um, sometimes I pinch myself and and sometimes I, I think I feel like every entrepreneur that like something really fucking bad's going to happen and it's all going to go to shit. You know, we have this office down here in San Diego right now. There's 22 of us. I feel what keeps me up at night is I feel responsible for them a lot, you know. So I think the coolest thing about being a solopreneur is that it was always about me. And I was willing to be uncomfortable. I was willing to borrow money from friends. I was willing to be embarrassed, all those things. But then now it's different because my actions affect the lifestyle of the people who are investing into me, which worked by working in this company. So the pressure switched because one, it was, it didn't matter. And now it matters because people are counting on me. Uh, then also what what's, what's changed is I have a girlfriend and I have my daughter and they're also depending on me. So now we've gone in the last two years really big into education, trying to change the education system and teach like relevant shit and, and, and that that's actually going to help entrepreneurs. And now there's a different layer of pressure that's like, oh shit, we have these people who invest into us and look up to us, got to deliver for them too. So 
uh, that's been a mind fuck, man. You know, um, if I focus on those things, I feel pressure and that keeps me up sometimes. So like if there's something bad, like I, I feel stressed from that. Um, but other times, uh, you know, I try and switch that line of thinking and say, damn, how lucky am I to be in a position to help X, Y, and Z? And then I feel better. So a lot of it's just a fucking mind game, man, and how you how you receive something and, and uh, how you react to it. A lot of it is. So I think a lot of it's constantly being in a, a mental exercise with myself, trying to become stronger and, and stay in positive alignment, stay in a state of gratitude. Got it. So if I would put everything in, in a wrap it up into a bucket, it would be a responsibility, right? Because that's what you yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Makes, uh, makes total sense. At this point, what, like a typical day for you? You wake up at what? You go to bed at what time? Wow. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will come and, you know, they have this like perfect morning, right? They're like, I drink three, three scoops of, of my shake. I have a green juice at this time. And I wake up at eight o'clock. I play with my kids for 22 minutes, not 25. Because that will imagine, you know, they have this like, routine which is so yeah it's so simple and i love it and i and i admire it i think it's fantastic let me fucking be honest with you guys that's not me um i wake up uh for the last few months i've been working with a trainer getting back in shape so we do that pretty religiously i start my morning up almost every morning with a workout and that's been good i do feel better with that um after that i i'll give you the short so i have two assistants um, once I'm done working out, I'll shower and I'll hang with my family for a little bit. I'll kiss my daughter and stuff. Then I go upstairs and I put uh, one of my assistants on speaker. And what she does is she reports to me the number of cells that we had the day before and a whole bunch of other items that I need to know. And then also she'll have a series of questions for me that I need to knock out before the day starts. So my first part of my day starts with Ashley. As I work out, I shower, spend a little time with the family. I'm on the phone and it's numbers. Okay, why are our cells this? What happened here? What are the emergencies? What do I need to prove? Yes to this, no to that, no to this, no to this, no to this. After I talk with Ashley and focus on the money side of the company, then I usually talk with Taylor, which is like my personal assistant for my day to day. And I'll say, well, what's going on today? What's the schedule? And when I tell you, I literally don't know what I'm doing the next day, most of the time, it's real. I'm like on a system. And so, hey, at this time, like today, for example, it was like, okay, you have this interview here, but we have the, the other TV interview here. So we had to do the TV thing uh, before this. And then you have these meetings and these meetings. It's just, it's just a fucking lot, man. Um, so I'm a huge, huge uh, uh, believer in team and process. You gotta have process. So basically I wake up, I figure out what my day is, I execute throughout the day on that. And then at the end of the day, I'll spend a couple more hours with the family. And then at night, that's when I go into like entrepreneur mode of like, hold on a second what's cool shit that we can do what are the opportunities i listen and learn i watch a lot of youtube videos i listen to a lot of podcasts i see what's going on in the market i'll look at the stocks i'll see what's trending and then i try and always position ourselves our company ahead of the curve you know so our goal as a company is very simple is when people think of marketing and if they want to learn marketing they call us and they they learn from us Makes total sense. Awesome. Thanks for, you know, sharing all the sure. details and then the nitty-gritty. Yeah, and, and, and apologize if anyone's listening, if it feels like I'm just throwing a lot of information at you guys right now. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure out what, what's going to be helpful, what's not. And so I'm just like, all right, well, yeah. No, it's all, it's all, it's all definitely, definitely yeah. good. Now, um, I don't know how much you're going to love this question, but advice for millennials that are trying to be... Hmm. For people that actually, not necessarily just millennials, but 
probably the audience is uh, just going to relate to that more. Uh, they kind of hate their job because you hear so many people nowadays, oh, I don't, you know, go into that nine to five, Monday to Friday, and then just to leave for the, for the weekend. Yeah, I, I would say the first thing is, and yes, it's for millennials, but it also applies to everyone, is um, right now entrepreneurship is positioned as like really sexy. You know what I mean? Like you're really like fun and cool and hip and all those things. And I want to tell everyone, the very first rule of being an entrepreneur is you need to be good at something. Like, I think it sounds so simple, but like everyone skips that. They watch Shark Tank and they think all I need to do is create this app and all of a sudden I'll be rich. And fuck me, you just couldn't be more wrong. There's so, the, the biggest challenge I've seen, not with millennials, but with entrepreneurs who are just starting, is they're so incredibly ignorant to what it takes to succeed and what goes into operating a business. And they're so incredibly arrogant. Like they think they can do all these and they have zero experience. And the reason why I know that so well is because that was me. I used to think it was just as simple as doing X, Y, and Z and things were gonna happen. And only through failing a bunch of times and going through some really embarrassing situations that I realized like, holy shit. And as you become more successful, you realize the more you don't know. So like here we are uh, on our way to eight figures and now I feel like I need coaching more than ever. So just two days ago, I hired a personal coach, a business coach in regards to growth specifically. That's the other thing. When you guys are looking for coaches and mentors, and by the way, if you're not, you're already losing. Um, but when you're looking, you need to pick mentors and coaches for their expertise. So the one we just hired, his specific talent is taking companies from 2 million to 100 million. He's done it multiple times with a bunch of companies. Like that's the person I want to align with in regards to hiring, firing, strategic growth decisions, et cetera. Um, that wouldn't be my sales coach if I wanted to get a sales training. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't be that. I'm sure you can give some good insight there, but that's not his thing, right? Just like me, like the, the coach that I am right now, my biggest, biggest strength is being able to create lead generation campaigns to help people's businesses grow. I really understand the mechanics because I just went through it of the zero dollars to a million dollars. Like that's my niche. That's what I'm focused on. So like just and stop asking, especially if you're getting started, don't ask people their opinions unless their opinion matters. And what I mean by that is, of course, like everyone's opinions matters and we're good people, all that shit. But that's not what I'm talking about, is you have a business idea and there's something you want to execute and you ask your fucking five best friends, why? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Like wasting time, like why, what, what, what? for what? For what, it's just, it's just irrelevant. So um, that's one thing I would tell them is you actually have to be great at something and that takes practice, it takes years, uh, it takes effort, it takes learning, it takes coaching, et cetera. You know, like with all the, all the highest paid industries in the world, like your doctors, attorneys, they go to school for 10 years, eight years, 12 years, they do a residency, they study under people. But for some reason in business, everyone believes there's this shortcut and like those things don't apply, but they apply even more so. So a lot of people miss the boat there. Got it. That's a super. Uh, that's a super insight. Good thing actually that you uh, mentioned about mentors because that was my next question. Now people are just starting out, right? And then let's assume some of them decide that okay, I need mentors, but I don't have money, for example, to hire a coach. 
what's the, not necessarily a shortcut, yeah. but what is the first step that they can do to actually reach out to one and then be, you know. Yeah, so if, if you're just getting started in your business and you're going from the zero to $1 billion range, the best thing I can tell you is that 90% of your time needs to be completely dedicated to only creating opportunities and selling basically marketing and sales, right? Marketing is to attract people so that you can have the opportunity to sell. 90% of your day needs to be spent on those things if you wanna grow, period. And then you say, well, how do I learn marketing? Dude, I mean, you can go to our YouTube channel for free, especially if you're balling on a budget right now, which is cool. Go to our YouTube. There's so many free resources out there, but you have to follow the right ones. You see? And then start investing slowly. Like, I didn't start paying, you know, a hundred grand for a business coach until you know we got there at first it was free shit and then it was buying a seven dollar ebook and then it was buying a, a thirty dollar class and then it was buying a five hundred dollar this a thousand dollar this it just kept going and, and that's the game is but you never stop investing that's the other thing i think for millennials schools got everybody so fucked up because they position education as if it ends as if you stop you graduate and then woo no it's every day you always have to be learning you always have to stay sharp so you're never going to stop learning so if you don't enjoy that you're probably fucked because <laughs> things change all the all the time and yeah it's super super um, cool that you actually mentioned that because a lot of people like you said would just stop and say okay i paid a thousand dollars for this course and then i'm done i can no that's just the beginning good job you paid a thousand now you've now you've started you know, yes, that's why, again, all the high professions that make money, they have to do continued tests, right? Doctors have to stay up with certain codes, engineers, architects, they have to stay up with certain training. It doesn't stop, not for true professionals, not for high earning professionals. Awesome, cool. Last question, and um, we're done in here. Your mentors, can you name like three names? For yeah, so like right now, it's shifted a little bit for me um, because as we've grown as a company and our brand has, has, has been out there more, it shifts a lot to a lot of peer mentors, right? Like a lot of the people who I'll converse with are people who are similar businesses, but they're great at different things than I am, right? So for example, like Cameron Harold, like that's who we just did for like growth. That's his thing is he's taken small companies and made them large and, and been through the hiring and firing process there. So that's who I align with there. Um, my good friend, Michael Cooch, um, him and his partner, Josh Clifford, they sold a company. They already exited successfully a company for a, a lot of money. So I can, I can go there when I wanna talk about those things. Uh, my buddy, Mario Brown, he's super financial savvy. He's very good at saving his money. He's very responsible so if I, if I want advice there another guy who's great at like traffic and conversions my buddy Vince Reed so he's my guy when I want to have a conversation there um, when I want to have a conversation about doing the right thing or hard I might talk to my mom she's very by the book and strict if I want to talk about sales my dad's been selling for 30 years one of the best salesmen I know I'll talk to him it's never one coach because everybody's good at different shit and the second somebody tells you I help with all of it all you need is me you gotta run the other way. I mean, you've been rocking with me for a while. You never hear me talk about how I'm good at everything. I stay right in my wheelhouse, right? And just keep it there. 
Yeah, and I love the fact that he, the way that you pulled like people from different directions and you actually even brought, so just the fact that you mentioned your dad was selling for so many years and you can get advice from him. Your mom is so organized and you can take advice from her. Yeah. So it's like super important. Like a lot of times we, we may even miss like the people that we surround with and we don't yeah. know, okay, we say, oh, I don't have money to hire a coach. <laughs> well, you may have one. Exactly. Yep. That's a great point. That's a great point. And then also it works on the opposite side of that, right? So like my dad doesn't run a company with like, you know, 22 employees and, and you know, he, that, he doesn't do that. So like, I wouldn't talk to him about that in particular, you know, but he has managed people for a long time. So I may ask him how he's dealt with employees in the past, right? So just like you wouldn't, you would ask somebody a question for X reasons, are the same reason why you maybe shouldn't ask them other questions. And that's the discipline. That's how you make sure you're getting good advice and not, because everybody's got a fucking opinion, fuck everybody's opinion. What have they done? What's their, what's their track record? And follow those people. Awesome. Cool. Thanks a lot for sharing all, uh, all this with us. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you guys, not that they can just go and Google it, but what's like the one thing that you want to uh, focus on? Yeah. I would say go to our fan page on Facebook. Make sure you get notifications for our fan page on Facebook. And uh, we go live a lot. We'll do live streams around the office. I teach a lot, da da da. Uh, we have all, and then go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Marketing. Just check our shit out. And if you need more customers, then buy our shit. You know what I mean? But I'll let you, I think you see our videos, they'll speak for themselves and you'll, uh, you'll upsell yourself. So just check our stuff out for free. I think it'll really give you some good insight. Um, and right now, if the only thing that's stopping you from growing your business is getting customers, we're the best in the world. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Billy Jean. And now you're ready to start implementing everything that he shared with us. And don't forget about our weekly giveaway. What you'll want to do in order to enter is just rate and review the show. Shoot me a screenshot on Instagram. Direct message me at Marion V. Asano, and I'll make sure I'll list it in the description below so you can just come straight to me and send me a screenshot with the rating and review of it and you automatically enter the giveaway where you can get a bunch of books courses coaching and other vip q a with our guest and until next week go crush it hey podcast listeners i want you to know that i really appreciate your attention and i don't take it lightly that's why each month we pick a lucky winner and we give away books mentorship software courses ipads and other cool stuff the way to enter is go to clientacquisitionpodcast.com and sign up You'll get all the details there. Talk to you guys soon. Take care.